Sefer Bereshit, Parshat Toldot, on the dual dimensions of fear. In Genesis chapter 26, Isaac, despite a famine, is blessed by God with plentiful crops and wealth, which brings about envy among the Philistines. Abimelech, their king, consequently banishes him from their land. At this point, Isaac needs to find a new home, so he travels to Beersheba. This must have been a difficult situation for Yitzchak. Having had in many ways a contentious childhood, from the family tension around him and his older brother, Yishmael, to his nearly being sacrificed on Har HaMoriah, we can imagine that Yitzchak, even as an adult, was prone to feeling scared and insecure. When Isaac is finding a new home while fleeing from the Philistines, though, the Torah tells us, That night, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham's house. Fear not, for I am with you, and I will bless you and increase your offspring for the sake of my servant, Abraham. So he built an altar there and invoked the Lord by name. Isaac pitched his tent there, and his servants started digging a well. The medieval mystic Ramban, Nachmanides, highlighted the way God specifically told Isaac, Fear not, for I am with you. Nachmanides wrote, Since Avimelech drove him away because of the Philistines' jealousy of him, and since the herdsmen of Gerar quarreled with him, Isaac feared lest they gather against him and smite him and his family. Therefore, the Holy One be blessed, assured him that he should not fear them, and God blessed him. Then God prompted them so that the king went to Isaac with greater honor than that which he did to his father, since he came with Fichol, the chief of his host, and also brought with him many of his friends. From this passage, we learn that the assurance that we have no need to be afraid comes directly from God. Fear is a theme that comes out throughout Tanakh. And this makes sense. In an ancient world in which all people were vulnerable to violence and lacked the economic and technological comforts we find security in today, fear was a major player in people's lives. <clears throat> There's a phrase that shows up in our next Parsha. <laughs> Pachad Yitzchak, the fear of Isaac. This occurs when Isaac's son Jacob, after receiving divine restitution for stolen wages, tells his uncle Lavan, the perpetrator of the wage theft, had not the God of my father's house, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac been with me, you would have sent me away empty-handed. But it was my plight and the toil of my hands that God took notice of and gave judgment on last night. So in our Parsha, Isaac is commanded not to fear. And yet, next week, the pachad, fear of Isaac, is a positive thing. This is because fear is something of a double-edged sword. Fear in the sense of awe of God and creation is necessary. It puts our lives into perspective and gives us the moral clarity to know when we're obligated to take action in the world. At the same time, 
It is that same impulse that can lead us to mental paralysis. If we are afraid of all things all the time, we will not be able to carry out whatever our mission is in this life. Another frequent phrase in the Torah is al-tira, do not be afraid. We see over and over in Deuteronomy as we're getting close to going into the land. The word tira comes from yira, which has a dual meaning of fear and awe. Here it's the negative, it means fear. The tradition heavily values yira shemayim, fear or awe of God. And yet we're commonly commanded not to have fear. One way of looking at this is by recognizing that our fear and awe should ideally not be directed toward anyone but God. While fearing humans often leads to indecision or poor decisions, fear of God tells us how we ought to act. Another tactic for transitioning from fear to awe is to flip our fear toward an orientation of curiosity. A learning orientation toward our fear can move us toward a spiritual engagement with it. We should not be overwhelmed by fear as Jews today because of vote, the merit of our ancestors. Through the stories of Bible, we know that God is with us. By keeping that in mind, we should be able to turn down the temperature of our anxiety around survival. That does not mean we can be naive and reckless, but it does mean that our primary purpose should be to fulfill potential and do the work we're called to do, rather than be stuck dwelling on fear for our lives and collective continuity. Immediately after the Torah, in the book of Joshua, we get the idea of chazak ve'amatz, be strong and courageous. We know not to be afraid because we know that wherever we are, God is with us. And yet our lives are often scary. Will we be safe? Will our loved ones be safe? Will we make it in our careers? Will we survive pandemics and accidents? Will cultural shifts lead toward hate-filled attacks? Will the perilous risks of climate change destroy us all? Will nuclear warfare leave none behind? In our minds, we're molded from the times of people like Isaac, who face deadly danger due to their enemies, to be hyper-focused on problems, the same way doctors and lawyers are trained to identify problems. But beyond our genetically determined neural pathways, society conditions us to be obsessed with the negative possibilities of our future. Rebbe Nachman of Breslov famously taught all the world is a very narrow bridge. But the main thing to recall is not to fear at all. Rabbi Nachman does not mean that we should suppress our fear, but rather if we zoom out to a higher spiritual consciousness and discover God's presence, that the fear is minimized as a more spacious consciousness makes room for hope and holiness. So too, leadership cannot operate from a fear-driven orientation. Fear is constrictive. It narrows the mind's potential and the heart's capacity to stretch. We need to lead from an expansive orientation. The lesson of much of the Torah is that this is not the pathway to spiritual liberation. 
When we are restless in bed or unable during the day to carry out our work that needs to be done, we must know we can tap into the blessings of Isaac, which he merited for the Jewish people with his rightly placed fear. It is not a promise that everything we want will come about, but it is a promise that we will be blessed in our journey. Shabbat Shalom.